All right, Jared. Here we go. We're back. Let's, let's let him rip, huh? We're letting her rip on the on the episode four of the old phenomenal fan podcast. We are here. We are live on Twitch. For those of you who've cho- chosen to join us on there, for those of you who are listening on the podcast, be sure to tune in on Twitch because we go live. Try to go live every Sunday night. Uh, if we don't, it's usually early in the week, middle of the week. You'll have to kind of just vary on uh, on the like sports what schedule. The, what this, you know, what the season looks like for sports, or like what season we're in. Exactly. So baseball might be a little bit different. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll yeah, fucking yeah. We'll go. We'll go whatever we whatever we feel like. You know, but we'll do whatever the we want yes because we run the show so um crazy day crazy day for sports obviously you know you have the nfl right crazy uh the other games that we will definitely not be covering but uh team usa soccer played in a little uh us uh world cup qualifying match today against canada Got their tits whacked around, lost two to nothing against Canada, so that's not ideal. Because you know we're always rooting for the, the yeah, country, bro. the proud right. boys. But yeah, no, we, <laughs> we uh, that's the thing though. It's like you know everyone wants to talk about USA soccer not being that good. It's like, hey man, we play fucking other sports. Like we like <laughs> you know what? If you want us to take all of our sports, all of our best athletes, dude, and shove them into I've one sport, to... we will fucking we will slaughter the world, dude. You want LeBron James in the goal? Get the fuck out of here. You want Tyreek Hill running out there at whatever the forward or wing? Oh, whatever. I don't even know the yeah. positions. Oh, yeah. I don't yeah. even know. But I'm just saying, it's like, it's like you want to talk shit about the USA soccer zone. It's like, yes, because we don't give a fuck. No one cares about soccer. No one yeah. watches soccer. No. Unless, and, and people that do, they're they're full of shit. They're like, they like they they get into a couple of like those big uh, Euro League, you know, teams. Yeah, yeah. And they're the like, they love yeah, shit yeah. about it, you know. But it's like, yeah. they don't really know shit. Yeah, well, I had this debate with actually some people I was with last night, and again, we're, we're just starting this podcast off, and we'll get into all the action, but I was with some people last night, and uh, they're big soccer people, so I was trying to chat them up about soccer, and I was like, I mean, I'm, I'm a little bit on top of it, I'm like, yeah, you know, I, I yeah, fuck, big game for USA, like, they missed the World Cup the last time the USA was able to qualify, like, they missed the World Cup, and like, you and I and, like, people who, you know, fans like us, people probably listen to the podcast, watch it on Twitch, whatever it may be, they probably didn't really bat a whole lot of eyelashes at it. They didn't really care too much because it's, like, oh, they missed the World Cup. Okay, cool. Who's playing on Sunday? Like, who's playing NFL? Like, yeah. no one gives a fuck. But to your point, and this is what I said to these guys that I was talking to last night, I'm like, how does a, how does a country – like the United States of America missed the World Cup. Like, how how the fuck does that happen? And they're like, well, you know, it's it's low on the list. It's low on the totem pole. I'm like, I get it, but I feel like our D list athletes <laughs> should still be good enough to hang with the fucking El Salvadors and the fucking Guatemalas of the country. You know what I mean? Like, or of the world, I should say. They should be able to hang at least. But to your point, I mean, if if you assembled an 11-man roster of soccer players <laughs> and you put LeBron James, Mike Trout, Patrick Mahomes, like, I mean, like, seriously, I mean, it, we would shit you would on to, everybody. Well, well, you would have to go through, you'd have to, like, pick 
I mean, like, like that's that's a tough comparison because, like, who's to say Patrick Mahomes would be a great at soccer? But I'm saying, like, in terms of like athleticism, like, like I like think I think about like what would Adrian Peterson have been like? On exactly. The field? Exactly. You know what I mean? Hundred percent. Like, you know, you come you you come up and try to bump him to take the ball, and he's just gonna hit you with his ass, <laughs> <laughs> and you go fucking flying. You know, like like Annie's Annie's faster than you. Hundred percent. Bigger and strong. And then and then he learns how to kick from a young age, and that ball fucking pops. He compresses down, and they do one of the slow mos, like one of those oddly satisfying videos where it just goes down to about that big, and then it just goes, and that ball knocks the fucking five foot, yeah, five foot nine, one hundred and forty seven pound goalie yeah. on his ass. And then you got, <laughs> and then you got guys. I mean, we've talked about him before, but you put Debo Samuel on a soccer field. I mean, that guy, that guy just runs everybody over. Yeah. Dude, he's just yeah. <laughs> you, did, know, did, 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 you know did today prove the point more did today it, prove it did. my point more did he tyreek had a good game too tyreek had a good game but he was like a quick fast receiver he's he wasn't as explosive when debo fucking caught that little like screen and it looked like he was just Dude, gonna get bottled up at the for nothing and took it and then took it to the crib 40 yards like, oh yeah and then like also like <laughs> oh, here, yeah. here's the best here's the best comparison or here's like the best like uh argument i have right now is how about the Chiefs losing the game by a field goal in like that play right before half where Tyreek caught the ball and yep. just got fucking pumped by Eli. Yeah, Apple. he did. Yeah, Debo doesn't get. I mean, Debo might get tackled. I but agree. Ain't getting punked. He's I agree. Getting punked he like ain't that. getting thrown down by Eli Apple. Dude, he, and Eli Apple threw him down and like was like sitting up like he looked like he was about to walk into a restaurant. You know, like that's how yeah. casual he, and he fucking threw cocked him. his shoulders and, back. Yeah, and like, like, like. I don't want to hate on Tyreek Kill because obviously Tyreek Tyre Kill is a fucking badass. But like today was like, oh, okay, if you disagreed with that one before, go and see what like Debo. Like Debo had those carries today where it was oh, like, it did. It looked like there was nothing there and he just turned it into fucking 10 yards. Oh, yeah. He's a beast. Yeah, he He's a fucking beast. So it's a good transition, Jared. It's a good transition to uh, <laughs> the games of the day, right? <laughs> the games that we've been playing, we've been watching. We, uh, the China. Shit. Yeah, the transition. The transition. The transitionalizer. <laughs> the transition. The great transition. There you go. To the uh, the sport that actually matters, and the sport that these other countries don't have. The real football. Yeah, football. American, hard nosed, pad strapped, <laughs> helmet wearing, bone crunching <laughs> football. Lunch pail, fucking. We're getting in there. We're grinding. We're getting first downs. We're getting touchdowns. Smelling salts <laughs> in Talladega, fucking. like football. We're playing football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we got AFC Championship. Chiefs it's Bengals. Chiefs Bengals. It's Bengals at Chiefs in Arrowhead. In Kansas City, at the home That's stadium for the Kansas City Chiefs, Arrowhead. Arguably, Joe Burrow, he, he must be like he must be like a vet, right? If he's gonna go in there and win, like he's got to have like at least eight years experience. Okay, right? so not like a not like a rookie year where he was injured. The before year. we even dive into this game, let's dive into, and it's a, it's a, in relation to this game, but that's got to be the most hostile environment in maybe not even American sports, but like all of the world's like asking a. A 24, whatever Joe Burrow is, 24, 25-year-old kid to go in there, call plays, coordinate a group of 11 grown men, 
to execute on a consistent basis. You know, you talk about in the NFL, right? When they're at their peak, the Seahawks stadium, obviously very hostile. Uh, Pittsburgh, maybe. You want to, you know, there's a couple others that you could talk about. A lot of them have some fair weathers, you know. Well, the, yeah, the Seahawks, the, the, the 12, yeah, the, the 12, 12 really came out of the fucking woodworks when they started, yeah. when Russell started taking them to the Super Bowls. All of a sudden, they were 12. These guys yeah. would buy Seahawks hats, those ones with the stupid yeah, hair. Yeah, the, the bird, yeah. They'd, see, they'd, they'd buy it that day, and then they'd be yelling in the street. They bought it at the tailgate. And it's just yeah. like, oh, fuck off, dude. But, you weren't even a fan last year. Yeah, but, but. You know, you don't even you don't even have to go into the NFL. You talk about college, man. Like I earlier this year, I'm I'm I probably maybe I mentioned on the podcast, maybe not. Super duper bandwagon Alabama fan. Went to Texas A&M. Watched a game there with 112,000 people. Dude, it like it there's the point is there is hostile environments all over this country. And Kansas City has got to be in the top probably the top 5. In the, yeah, especially in the NFL. In the NFL, like, it's, it's probably NFL, one. Because yeah, NFL is a little bit weird where it's like you get the real school pride coming out where you'll get like college. I would say college football environments are probably some like probably the most hostile, similar, yeah. to be honest. You know, and it, and like yeah, you'll get some rowdy NFL ones. I, I'm sure like I'm sure like the Bills, like I don't know. If the, the Bills obviously have a crazy fan base. I don't know if they're like super super loud when you're in the stadium but the chiefs are definitely one of those that's definitely one of those uh teams and you you can just tell when you're even watching the game on tv you're like oh it's fucking loud there yes like it's loud and it's like they're on it feels like they're on the like on the field oh that's what that's you know fuck we could spend probably a whole episode talking about this but like the arcade the the architectural design of the stadiums has so much to do with how loud it is like i'm at texas a&m Stadium's very vertical, right? Seattle, same way, like super, super vertical, high, straight up in the air, but on top. And Kansas City's very similar, where it's like three levels, bowl-shaped, hostile environment, and you got an AFC Championship game there. And I think all of that plays into the fact that there's a reason why, at this, up until today, Patrick Mahomes had never lost a game at home in the playoffs. And he was always a top seed usually hosting games the only game he lost there i guess well i guess i thought i heard that stat before but now that i'm starting to think about it he lost to tom brady in the afc championship so maybe he lost the one game but everywhere else no no he he lost he lost to tom brady in arrowhead to was that was that the last time uh was that like was that like the year that the Patriots played the Rams in the Super Bowl and it's boring as shit? I believe so. I believe so. It have to be right because otherwise Tom Tom went over to Tampa. Yeah, Patriots. Like obviously, obviously, he obviously like Tom beat him in the Super yeah, Bowl. Yeah, it was it was January. Year. Yeah, it was January 2019, and the Patriots yeah, won to... in overtime. They won the, on a touchdown, like a a walk touchdown. They went, they went and they played the Rams, and it was that horrible 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 super bowl like one of the worst ever and there was like no it never even once got entertaining yeah let me see it was like t- 2019 it was like 10, to th- 10 to 3 or some shit yeah 2019 to 2020 super bowl no see this is this is it was had to have been pat's rams oh no it was january okay so let, let's see 2019 super bowl 2019 super bowl was yeah pat's rams 13 to 3 13 to 3 yeah 
fucking boring as shit. Horrible game. Yeah, horrible game. Right? I mean, unless you bet the under, I guess. But the Pats scored, and the Pats scored the ten of those points in the fourth quarter. So they're like. It was three to three going into the fourth. That's fucking. That's got to go down as one of the worst Super Bowls. Ever. Horrible. But hey, it's one of Tom Brady's fucking seven Super Bowls, whatever. I don't oh know. yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Okay. So he has. He had. He had lost one time. He lost one time. But, but were they? Was were the Patriots home? No, no, it was it was at that's what I'm that's what I was saying at home. Mahomes had only lost one playoff game okay, at home in his career, it. and it was to Tom, to Tom Brady. Like, what? What okay. the fuck else are you gonna do? You know what I mean? So they lost to Tom Brady, and the only other quarterback to claim that he's beaten Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City in a playoff game is Joe Burrow. Tom Brady, Joe Burrow. Are the only Joe, only quarterbacks? Joe, dude, Joe Burrow is so fucking cool. By the way, he just walks in. Did you see his pregame outfit? Oh my god, dude, he just walks in with a turtleneck, looking cool, cool as shit. He's got that JB chain on with that with the with with the ice on it. It's all diamond. Did you see the Did you see oh, the interview no, after I saw the game? It. No, I saw it. No, everybody did saw you it. Pre- you see the presser after the game? He's got the black turtleneck on. Yeah, but did you see the press conference after the game? I didn't hear what he said, but I saw the black turtleneck with the the chain necklace, and was it like it was a Nike? It, it was. It looked like I think it was a Nike. I know, I know. It says JB nine, I think, is all it said. It looks oh like it says JB nine. It's got oh diamonds on, it, which is which is cool as shit because oh. it's like it's cool when you when you're when you're winning, right? So he walks into the stadium, but then post game, people saw it or whatever, and the like, internet like reacted to it. So post game, one of the reporters goes. Hey, are the diamonds on that chain real? And Joe Burrow said, like, a fucking, like, like it's cool because he's young and he's such a stud. He goes, yeah, I make a little bit too much money to be wearing fake ones. Yeah. And I was like, oh, fuck yeah, Joe. <laughs> it's so good, dude. Oh, so it's cool. so good. So, we haven't even really broken the whole thing down. Let's, 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 start, let's dive into the game. So, the Bengals. Because, uh, because it, it, they came out fucking flat. Flat. It looks bad. Flat. And if you want, if you want to go box score or play by play, whatever you want to say, Bengals win the toss. I don't know if they won the toss, but they they get the first. They get the football. Possession. They deferred. Whatever. Doesn't matter. Yeah. I don't know. The Chiefs might have won the toss and deferred to the second half. Yeah. Exactly. Bengals get the ball first. Three play. Three and out. Punt. Chiefs get the ball. Eleven plays. 84 yards. Mahomes scrambles around, slings a ball sidearm to the back corner. Tyreek Hill, touchdown. Okay, that's the Chiefs. It's going to happen, right? And you look around, 7 nothing Chiefs. Well, the Bengals aren't out of this game. Get the ball back. Go score a touchdown. Yeah, they, they, they got a high-powered offense, right? So like, high-powered no offense. No one thinks they're out of it yet. Exactly. Bengals put together to get the ball back, put together a 14-play drive, and I believe if it wasn't if it wasn't on the first possession, I think it was that second possession. Burrow dropped out. That was the second possession. Runs about five or six plays. Incomplete pass in tight coverage to CJ Uzama. Star tight end. I mean, really is a star. He's gonna be a star, especially with a guy like Joe Burrow. Injured on the play. I don't know if we know the official injury, whether it's like a knee or an ankle. It was a, it was a knee. It was a knee for sure. Yeah, I don't know if we know so if it's like this. ACL, right? We don't, or, we don't know. We don't know if it was a tear or what it was. Right. So, like, I mean, maybe maybe he's available. Who knows? But 
CJ Uzama going down is this, it's almost equivalent. Not that he's as good as as Travis Kelsey, but it's their version of tr- Travis Kelsey going yeah, down. It's, it's it's the number three passing option for sure. Exactly, because, and probably the number because, one or number two for the Chiefs, right? Travis Kelsey. But the yeah, point yeah, is, yeah. like, it's 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 a big loss, and so Uzama goes down. Bengals get a field goal out of it, so it's seven three. Chiefs get the ball back, seven plays, seventy five yard touchdown. And this one's again, dude. Patrick Mahomes gets the fucking snap, scrambles around, lob pass the fucking Kelsey in the end zone. Touchdown Chiefs again. 14 to 3. So you're sitting there watching the game. Oh, that's the fucking Chiefs. It's what they do. Mahomes scrambles around, runs his runs around like a fucking chicken with his head cut off. Lobs a ball up, and you got a guy to fucking make a play. And he can can throw, and and not to mention, he could have six guys and ever right here, and he has an arm angle for every every slot. You could have hands everywhere, and he could just go. And he could go over the top, sidearm, like a clock. Dude, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. So So anyway, yeah. So he throws. So he throws that touchdown. He throws a touchdown to Kelsey, and then Bengals get the ball back. Five plays, punt. Now it's fourteen to three. Chiefs get the ball back. Eight plays, 72 yards. Patrick Mahomes goes down the field again. Finds Meikle Hardman. Fucking touchdown. 21 to 3. I feel like it's about to be a blowout. This game's over. It's done. It, 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 the, the Chiefs might win. They might win 42 to 10. And, and the Bengals look like frauds. And that's what everyone was thinking. 21 they, to 3. They, they got j- yeah, you know what? Yeah, they you might get like a like everyone was kind of thinking that though because they hadn't moved the ball yet. They hadn't moved the ball once yet. They'd been fucking getting stuck. They lost their tight end. The Chiefs are just just motorboat, and I'm just having their way with them, you know. Just, <laughs> like, <laughs> they really just, are. No, they there, really are. They really, they really are. They're just like, and you're like, damn, like the Chiefs are really like they're those dudes like, yeah. for sure. Like especially they they just took they just did this to the number of defense. Everyone was thinking, you know, the Bengals were kind of hot for a second, and now like. You've completely taken the faith out of all Bengals fans, and you could see the Chiefs fans in the stadium getting oh, rowdy. Dude. They're all they're they're just they've been so spoiled the last five exactly. years of already. So they're, they're all dancing, you know, like having a good time up in the stands. Like this is so stupid and easy. And everyone watching on TV was like, "Fuck, the Chiefs are about to spank that ass and, and get like, to the Super Bowl." Joey's gonna Joey's gonna have to mature for a couple more years before right. he's able to. Get back here. And we sent out a tweet. I sent out a tweet from the from the phenomenal fan Twitter account for those of you who don't follow. Check us out. And I sent it, I think, a little bit later in the game, but the point stands for the whole game. And the point was, you know, good for the Bengals either way. You know, because if they show up in this game, they get spanked. Everyone's expecting them to get spanked. I mean, a seven-point spread in an AFC championship game is such a huge spread. And it's at Kansas City. Like, there's just it sounds bad to say, but there isn't really that much expectation. Like, you don't expect the Bengals no. to win this game. So, no. the the Chiefs score a touchdown. It's 21-3. to Bengals get the ball back. Seven-play drive, 70-yard touch, uh, touchdown drive on a Samaji <laughs> Pirine. 41-yard screen pass, basically. Checks it down, and Pirine breaks it off, and they score a touchdown. Yeah. He looked incredibly fast on that. Game. He looked like he should be the number one back. No, no disrespect well, to Joe Mixon, but no, I mean, no, you, you know, do you want to know what's funny? I don't know if you know this. Joe Mixon was Pirine's backup at Oklahoma. Really? 
Yeah, before Mixon was the starter. And Samaj Pirine has the all-time best rushing record uh, game for the, the Sooners ever. He ran for 467 yards and six touchdowns in the college football game. That's ridiculous. Yeah, but isn't that funny? Because I like... No, I believe it. I though. was watching the game. I heard them say something. I had to actually double check on the stats. I was like, Pirine? And then my buddy Sam, he's a big Oklahoma fan. I was watching the game with him. He's like, yeah, dude, he was... He was the the starter in front of Mixon at Oklahoma. So it's, it is funny when you laugh at it because you're like, you, you Joe Mixon's got the big contract and he's the big name. Piran's always just been like kind of a you know third down back type of guy. And, and he, he busts that touchdown, but like like that just tells you the caliber of the players in the NFL. 100%. This guy, this guy ran for, he ran for 467 yards in the percent game. 100%. So, and, he's a, and nobody knows his name. So <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he, so he breaks off a 41-yard screen pass touchdown. So now you're the Bengals fans, 21 to 10, right? You get a little, you get a little energy back, right? 21, 10. Okay. Like, and you start thinking about it, right? Of course, throughout the game, and I'm an impartial guy. I I don't care one way or the other. I think my pick was officially Chiefs by seven to cover the spread. But I I want Joe Burr. I I want a good game. I want it to be a close game. But you start doing the math and you, okay, well, they score a minute and five left. And I looked to my buddy that I was with, and I said, I'm telling you right now, Chiefs are going to score a touchdown. They're going to get the ball back, and they're going to score a touchdown. And if they score a touchdown here, they're getting the ball back at half. They score here. This game's over because they're going to score. It's going to be 28 to 10. They're going to get the ball back. They're going to score again. It's going to be 35 to 10. And then, like you said, that that's the score you predict, right? 42 to fucking 10, like some blowout bullshit. So the Chiefs get the ball back with a minute and five. And sure isn't that, sure enough, Mahomes, second and 10, 33-yard pass to Tyreek Hill over the middle. Boom. Another shotgun pass, Tyreek Hill, 14 yards. Timeout, Kansas City. Short pass. It says short pass listed on the game cast here. Sh- pass short middle for 25 yards or whatever to uh, Travis Kelsey. Like, it's ridiculous. There's chunk, 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 chunk. Byron Pringle, short pass. Timeout, Kansas City. 13 seconds left. First and 10. We all know what they can do with 13 seconds. We all know what they can do with 13 seconds left uh, on their own fucking 13-yard line. They're on Cincinnati's 15-yard line. So, obviously, I mean, obviously, at the absolute minimum, with the 21-10 game, we're walking out at half 24-10. That's the absolute minimum we're going to walk away with. Mahomes drops back. Four-second play, incomplete, Tyreek Hill. Penalty on Eli Apple, who, by the way, he made the tackle, and we'll get into that, and we talked about it already. For the most part, Eli Apple is just not that good at cornerback for, for, the, for the Bengals. He has had a tough career. He started with the Giants. He comes out of Ohio State. He just he just hasn't been the guy that I think everybody expected him to be. But to his credit, incomplete pass. He gets the penalty. First and goal from the one-yard line with nine seconds left because Eli Apple committed the penalty in the end zone. Nine seconds left. Mahomes drops. Four seconds runoff. Throws an incomplete pass. He then drops back. Looks around, surveys the field with five seconds left, and then checks it down, like we mentioned, to Tyreek Hill. Checks it down in the flat, and 
to his credit, Eli Apple rallies to the football, throws Tyreek Hill down, gets tackled at the one-yard line for no gain, and the clock runs out. And the Kansas City Chiefs don't get any points out of that drive. And you may disagree with me, Jared, but I think that play decided if the Bengals were going to be in the game for the rest of the game, if that makes sense. Yeah, 100%, because that was, that's, where all the, that's where all the momentum was. Because, because if they score there and they get the ball back, they basically know that it's, it's do or die. It's do or die time for the the Bengals. The Bengals have to get into desperation mode, right? And nobody wants to play in that mode. So, but like that stop said, that stop basically made it like okay, like we could we, like we're in this game, like and it's we not, can like, stop going, them. You, yeah, we can stop them. We're not going into the into the locker room with our heads down. Exactly. Thinking, hey, we we can. St- and our coach has to give us this fucking motivational speech about how the journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step and like how like you know yeah yeah our first our first step is getting a stop some bullshit like that you know and like and all the players kind of believe it but they're like fuck we just got scored on four times in the first half yeah. we're not stopping shit yeah 100 percent. so that's that stop 100 percent changed all of the tempo of the game like the whole the whole momentum of the game just and it felt like it gave it gave the Bengals defense the confidence too 100 percent. And, yeah. and it showed right because we dive into the second half here Going to halftime, Bengals got a little momentum. They kick off to Kansas City. Kansas City runs a five-play drive, and they punt. They get 16 yards. Bengals get the ball back, and you're thinking, okay, now it's the Bengals' turn. Maybe they can score. They punt. Give the ball back to Kansas City. Five-play drive, 17 yards. Punt again. So now you're thinking, if you're a Bengals fan, if we can just put some points on the board for the rest of the game, Every time we touch the ball, whether it's a field goal, touchdown, we're going to be in the game because we've stopped them now three consecutive drives with zero points. The Kansas City Chiefs, like that is such a hard, the Bengals couldn't do that last week and they were the number one defense in the NFL coming into that game. So the Bengals get the ball back, 11 play drive, 52 yards. They kick a field goal and they make it a 21 to 13 game. And you don't love the field goal, but you think eight-point game, they get the ball back. They could go for two or not, you know, make it 21-20 or tie it at 21. Whatever, they're in this game. Kick off to Kansas City. Run up the middle for seven yards. Patrick Mahomes takes the second down and three snap. Intended as a screen pass for Demarcus Robinson. And the pass is intercepted by a defensive lineman on on the Cincinnati Bengals. Tips the ball, catches it on his own, and turns the ball over. If you're going to beat the Kansas City Chiefs, you have to get turnovers. You have to get turnovers. And they did. They get the turnover. And not only that, they get the turnover in enemy territory. The Bengals get the ball back, score a touchdown on a five-play drive, on of course, <laughs> on of course, Joe Burrow drops back, just lobs a ball up to Jamar Chase, 50-50 ball, and he just pulls it in, like almost easy, keeps his feet in, no problem, touchdown. 
Then they go for two because they're down 21 to 19. And they got a guy wide open in the flat, two-point conversion. And they are tied with the Kansas City Chiefs with a minute 13 left or two minutes left in the third quarter. And again, at this point, win or lose, you don't love to hear this or want to think this as a Chiefs, as a Bengals fan, but like, what a great showing, right? 21 to 21 and late in the third quarter, that's like almost all you can ask for, especially with the, the spread and everything going on. And I can't believe, man, the Bengals defense they kick it back to Kansas City. Kansas City, three plays, minus two yards. Incompletion, seven-yard pass, nine-yard sack, and they punt it away again to Kansas City. And you, or they, Kansas City punts it away to the Cincinnati Bengals. And the Bengals, at this point, you're like, they are like not only in this game, they might win the football game. And I think, Jared, the, 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 the play or the thought that I – saw on this play first play the Bengals get the ball Joe Burrow takes the snap rolls out left throws a pass to Jamar Chase it's behind him and it's intercepted by Kansas City and I was like no like that's dude that is the like worst case scenario like last that is the last thing you want to do is throw a pick man like and I know interceptions happen, but, like, man, you can't give this team that momentum swing. You can't give it to them. Even as good as your defense is playing, you can't throw a pick. And he throws the pick, and, and it's the start of the fourth quarter, right? There's a lot of time left, but it's like, man, now, again, we've said it a, th a million times, this is when the Chiefs are going to roll. They're going to score a touchdown, kick the ball away, force the ball another you know another turnover or another punt score another touchdown like you just thought it's over credit to the fucking Bengals defense dude holy shit yeah i know that's i think that's the thing is too is like all year long nobody's given the Bengals defense any type of like real credit because they don't have they don't really have they have that one um who what's his name he's like the defensive lineman that had like 13 sacks this year yeah, they have he's, a lot of guys up front. Yeah, they have some good guys up, up front, but like nobody talks about anybody on the Bengals defense. There's not like a guy like that you would compare to like um like think about on like the like think about on the Chiefs you can you can name like you know Chris Jones, Frank Clark, you know the like you know Tyron Matthew. Yeah, like, like stars. There's, like, there's guys that you can name like, like star players, but if you look at the Bengals D, it's like nobody nobody talks about those guys those guys get no FaceTime, no coverage on any type of like media outlet really 100 percent, 100 percent. so so like to for them to like stand up it's like i don't think anybody expected that especially not against that team 100 100 percent. so <clears throat> so the Bengals throw a pick chiefs get the ball back in a three play minus four yard three and out and now it's a 21 21 game Bengals get the ball, 11-play drive, get into field goal range, and I think, you know, he hits the game winner, which was a, a I don't want to say easy kick, because no kicks, I mean, period, in the NFL are easy, especially at Arrowhead, but my God, Evan McPherson, the fucking kicker for the Bengals, he is just ice water, nails, like, 
Dude, he is so fucking good. He is so he, good. He, he doesn't look like it, it doesn't look like his brain has that like like that that like a uh, like sense of like how big a moment is. No. It just kind of looks like he knows what he can do. He's like I can kick the fuck out of a football. Like I heard I heard like a cool story that like I don't know when they were playing the Titans and he had that last week. Yarder. Last week. Yeah, like did you hear that, that he like went up to their coach? It was like, looks like we're going to the AFC Championship. Dude, like, I mean, what a <laughs> fucking gangster. What a gangster, dude. And they're like, all right, dude, I guess. So cool. And they're like, yeah, yeah, we're kicking it. We're going to kick it to win. And McPherson goes to Burrow and the coach and goes, well, boys, I'll see you in the AFC Championship. And then runs out on the field and buries, buries a field goal. Like, dude, as a he, rookie. He hits them so true. It's crazy. He, he like his the field goal that he, he makes in the game that fifty like two yarder. He that's made what he was hit like, fifty two like, yarder to give him was, the lead. That's what that's the drive the, we're talking the about. It, yeah, oh yeah. So that that one right. So that one was the clo- the one the closest one to missing, and it still had like four feet. And everything else was literally like, like it looked like you used like a you took a camera, took a picture, and then used like a grid, and then you just sliced it right in half because that's like where all of them went with thirty yards <laughs> literally easy on every play. Yeah. Right, Right, right down the middle, and, and with plenty of room to spare on most of them. Dude, McPherson is a gangster. He's an absolute gangster. So he hits a 52-yarder. Bengals are up by three, and the Chiefs get the ball back with six minutes left. They drive down the field. And at this point, I think, again, everybody was thinking they went down the field, ran a lot of clock. With six minutes left, they ran, ran it all the way down to the two-minute warning. They're down at the Cincinnati 15-yard line. Again, two-minute warning, 15 yards to score a touchdown on first and 10. Mahomes scrambles, push for four yards. Mahomes scrambles, four yards again. Third down and two. Mahomes, two-yard pass to Travis Kelsey, first down. And goal from the five-yard line with a minute and 30 seconds left. There's no chance. There's no chance they don't score a touchdown. There's no way they're going to score a touchdown. And I was at the bar with my buddy, and I'm like, you, if you're the Bengals, let them score. Like, let them score because it's inevitable. Like, they're going to score a touchdown. So just let them score so that you can at least get the ball back, be in control of your own destiny, and then try to go down and score another one with a minute, whatever time that was supposed to be left. I didn't right? like that. I didn't like that at all. I, I didn't say let them score. Like, I get, just, what your, your thought, I get what your thought process is. Like, right. if you think they're, if you really believe they're going to score, just let them get in so at least you have a chance to get the ball back. Exactly. But they, but they fucking, they took their dicks out there and they were like, they're like, you know, like, like we're, we're playing some defense right now, and and you got what you basically have to you have to stop them three times. Yep. Because because you know that you you're not they're not gonna they're not gonna go for it on fourth and, and gamble their season on a roll of the dice. Have some them blitz a corner and give a sack on Mahomes or whatever. And so end like, the game, yeah. You know you have you have to stop them three times, and you know that did they they're probably they ended up running it on first down. right? They ran it on first down with Jared McKinnon for a yard and tackled him for nothing. And I was like, that's a great call if you Kansas City, right? Because you. At that point, Cincinnati had no timeouts left. Got to run a little bit of clock. Like we said, right? Worst case scenario, they kick a field goal. They run it for nothing. Bunch of time runs off. Mahomes takes the second and goal snap from the four-yard line and gets sacked for five-yard loss. 
So now you're third and goal from the nine. And there's 39 seconds left. And I don't think Kansas City had two timeouts, but, like, they're going for a touchdown. And, and like you said, if they don't get it on third, they're going to kick the field goal. So, dude, those those two sacks at the end of the game, at the end of the regulation time, the five-yard sack and the nine-yard, or 15-yard sack for the Bengals on third and goal, both times, Mahomes was just running around. Like, he was literally, it was like backyard football. Same thing kind of on the two touchdown passes he had to Kelsey and Tyreek Hill. He's just running around. Cuts right, cuts left, back and forth, stops, spins, pivots, breaks a tackle. Like, and the entire time, everybody's just like, tackle him, tackle him, tackle him. And then they, you know, he runs out of time. He has to have a little bit of space to throw a pass. And that third and goal play, he runs around for, my God, like, fucking 15 seconds and then takes the sack and then he fumbles i was fucking this lost on the fumble he fucking fumbled the ball but the chiefs defense uh, offensive lineman falls on the ball at the 26 yard line and the chiefs take a timeout with three seconds left kick the field goal tie the game at 24 and we go to overtime so here we go again and we talked about it last week we go to overtime and the overtime rules is the coin toss and score a touchdown in the first possession, you win the game. Bengals kicker calls heads, fucking lands on tails. Chiefs win the coin toss, give me the ball. And everybody, fucking same story. God damn it. Like, fucking Chiefs got the ball again. Gonna go down the field. Gonna it's score a touchdown. And lose. Bengals are never gonna even touch the ball. And they're gonna lose because of the fucking coin flip. So the Bengals kick it off. Mahomes gets the ball. First play in overtime, incomplete. Second play in overtime, second and 10, incomplete. Third and 10. Got to force something a little bit, right? You got your weapons. You got Tyreek Hill. You got Kelsey. Mahomes drops back. Throws a deep ball down the sideline. Pretty much double coverage. But Tyreek had a chance at it. And the DB makes a play. Kind of tips it interferes not not like in a bad way he just he, he makes a defensive play interrupts the pass gets tipped and gets intercepted by the fucking Bengals. and at that point if you're the Bengals fans it's not only intercepted but he picked it and then ran it back to to the uh 45 yard line yeah it was like 45 it's like you need you need far. like 20 yards 15 20 yards to give yourself a chance because apparently your kicker is fucking the greatest gift in the history of NFL as far as kickers go. Evan McPherson just absolutely nails. So the Bengals get the ball. They go 45-yard line, 9-yard pass. Joe Mixon, 4 yards for a first down. Joe Mixon for 2 yards. 8-yard pass from Burrow, first down. Joe Mixon for 7 yards. Joe Mixon for 13 yards. Now they are just so far in field goal range. So far, like well within and everyone's like just saying like kick it kick it kick it at that point mixing up the middle for two joe burrow now they're on uh the 10 literally the 10 yard line and joe mixon takes the i mean uh joe burrow takes the snap read uh runs over to the right hash takes a knee and evan mcpherson lines up for a 31 yard field goal 
and there was just like never a doubt like you said like it's almost like he doesn't even know that like that kick sends his team to the super bowl like that is such a <laughs> monster kick like dude he wasn't even like he didn't even look that pumped like really he like was smiling like he was obviously like ecstatic and really happy but he was like yeah like, <laughs> you know what i mean like, he wasn't like like i picture like the, you know like those moments like the tiger like super fist bump where there's like so much more passion or like right. you know uh michael jordan michael jordan jumping up in the air you know pumping his fist yeah. you know yeah like, like like moments like that you know todd helton when they went the rockies go to the world series like you know like just Arms dropping the down to the yeah. knee yeah. and he was just like smiling like like had his hand out yeah, he wasn't like, jumping sh- up and like, down. like dude so he lines up for 31 yard <laughs> field goal just buries it right down the middle hits the middle of the fucking net Bengals beat the kansas city chiefs in kansas city in the AFC Championship game, and they go to the fucking Super Bowl. I mean, there's not many people besides optimistic Bengals fans that really predicted that game ending the way it did, and the final score being what it was. 27-24, Bengals beat the Chiefs. And there's a lot to unpack, right? We spent a lot of time breaking down the actual play-by-play of the game. But you look at, statistically speaking... Jamar Chase, the superstar, right? The superstar receiver. He had 54 receiving yards. He had a touchdown, but he had 54 receiving yards on six targets, like, or six catches, I should say. You know, I mean, that's not that amazing. And, and like, if you look statistically, Mahomes had 275, Joe Burrow had 250. Mahomes had three touchdowns, Burrow had two. Uh, You know, Kelsey had 95 receiving yards, Tyreek Hill had 78. Like, they just outplayed them probably statistically you know in the box score but the the statistic i saw um you know (laughs) we fucking dove into it in that first episode but like the qbr right not the passer rating the qbr Mm -hmm. for patrick mahomes in the second half and that's a scale that it's an espn statistic that we all hate and it's fucking bullshit but it's out of 100 from a 0 to 100 scale. And Patrick Mahomes, QBR, quarterback rating, and that's graded and based on the the difficulty of every play and everything else. His QBR in the second half was like 2.1. 2.1. Like, I, had, I, bet, I bet $20 live bet, like when, when he was just, when they were picking up those chunk plays. Uh, like I, I put like a twenty dollar live bet that he would finish. I think he had two hundred and ten yards that he would finish with over at halftime. That he would finish with over three hundred and twenty yards. And I was like, "That's a that's easy." He'll get, yeah, I was like, "He'll get that in the third quarter." And so yeah, and and he didn't. He threw for, threw for I think he I think he ended up finishing throwing for like sixty five yards in the entire second half. Yeah, he, well, he finished with two seventy five. So that sounds about right. Yeah, so it, yeah, that makes sense, right? So he finished yeah, with two seventy five. Three touchdowns, two interceptions, and the one uh, you know big interception was the one in overtime. Uh, Burrow had two fifty, two touchdowns, one interception. But I think, man, the story of this game is just not. I, I think it's just, it's it's a it's something that I've kind of stood on maybe a little bit more than I should, and it's something that I've I've said about Mahomes. 
and it's not that Mahomes isn't an incredible quarterback because he's amazing, amazingly talented, superstar, probably the best overall quarterback in the NFL. But the bottom line is, if, you, if you're not able to play a full 60-minute game executing at the high level that you are, and your defense doesn't show up and play at a decent level, and special teams and everything that goes into winning a football game, my take on Mahomes from the beginning was that I think he's going to finish his career with two Super Bowls. Two. And that's a tough take. That's something that's hard for people to understand or think about. But when you think about Andy oh. Reid and you think about the defense and you think about the, the teams he's coached and you watched him in the Super Bowl last year against Tampa Bay, running for his fucking life and everything, you know, Mahomes, his career has, has had an, a very... I don't want to say predictable, but his trajectory the quickest has quickest sense. Yeah, yeah. He he shot. I mean, didn't he throw? Was it his first year? Was it was it his first year as a starter? He threw fifty touchdowns. Was it was that his, his second, first year. It was his second year when he won the Super Bowl. He threw for fifty, and he won MVP and, and everything else. He, so what did he have in his? So like, what what did he have in his first year starting? Well, why don't we just Mahomes, look? Yeah, let's look at Mahomes' career. Mahomes' stats. On pro football reference, right? I mean, in his career in 2017, he went, he played 15 games. Oh, no, no. His first season as a starter in 2018. You're right. He played 16 games. 15 games, or he played 16 games. He had 50 touchdowns, 12 picks. I mean, like, that is, that is fucked up, dude. In his first year? Well, like, can you see where everyone's fucking head was at, though? You know what I mean? He threw for 5,000 yards and 50 touchdowns as a fucking, basically a rookie. He threw 35 pass attempts before that. He had 5,000 yards. He made the the league look like fucking Swiss cheese, dude. He fucking, <laughs> he just dominated every single team. 50 touchdowns, 12 picks. Like. MVP. Did they win is the MVP? No. Did they win the Super Bowl? No, no that they was didn't the year they got bounced by the Patriots in the AFC Championship. And they won it the next season. He played 14 games. He was hurt for a couple. He threw 26 touchdowns, five picks. Last year, he threw 38 touchdowns, six picks. This year, he threw a few more picks, right? 37 touchdowns, 13 picks, right? I mean, whatever. It is what it is. Wait, hold on. He didn't win it. He didn't win it the next year, I don't think. 2019, he won the Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Yeah, he won the Super Bowl. I thought thought we just said the Pats did. No, 29. Well, it's, it's super confusing because... The AFC Championship, it, it says 2019 on here. That was the regular season he played in 2019, and the Super Bowl was in 2020, like February of 2020. I can tell you that confidently because he won the Super Bowl. So okay, so Philly, so Philly beat New England. Remember that was the Nick Foles year. Mm-hmm. That was, and then it was the super boring New England versus Los Angeles, and then Kansas City beat San Fran. San Fran, and it, it they the whole regular season was a 2019 end of 2019 yeah. year calendar yeah, year yeah, I, I, I and then it went I, I into just... 2020 and then Mahomes won the Super Bowl against San Francisco and then fucking COVID hit and everybody all went fucking the whole world shut down but he won the Super Bowl in the gotcha. calendar year of yeah. 2020 yeah when he okay yes but no so it makes sense though it makes sense why the fucking like like you know what I mean though if somebody somebody comes out of the gate dude they've never even started oh it's ridiculous absolutely they rip the league into shreds, and it's like, of course, like, 
he wins the Super Bowl that you know the next year and it go you know how is this guy not gonna win six or five at least you at know? least like who's gonna yeah yeah like if he plays for twenty years he might win ten who knows what, because he looked, he looked he looked unstoppable I was like who the fuck is gonna beat him and especially like you're like in your mind you're, they're always gonna have Travis Kelsey and. Tyreek or some guys like that, you know, like, right. I don't know, like no, and that's, obviously quarter, quarterbacks are going to outlast receivers. Right. And tight ends. Right. But that's the thing. And you look at a coach like Andy Reid and you look at the scheme and everything else. Right. I, this is not a knock on Andy Reid because he's a great coach, but Andy Reid's not a defensive oriented coach. The coach, the teams that he had success with before Mahomes and the Chiefs was Michael Vick, Deshaun Jackson, like super, super weapons that were dialed in for big plays and everything else in Philadelphia. And I think you just have to have that mid-tier to, to top 10 defense to win consistently. So that's what I was saying about Mahomes and his career. Like you said, it started like it's, it's already started at such a high level, right? Throws for 50 touchdowns goes to the AFC championship okay he loses well everybody knows next year his next step is the Super Bowl next season gets to the Super Bowl beats the 49ers wins Super Bowl MVP that is the pinnacle of his career he's at the very top and from that point on his career and everything that's going on with Kansas City has slowly but surely started to decrease so you start with a Super Bowl championship the next year, he plays in the Super Bowl, plays the Bucks, obviously runs into Tom Brady, running like a fucking chicken with his defense. head cut off. Yeah, defense yeah. dominated him in that Super Bowl, loses the Super Bowl, plays the next year against the Cincinnati Bengals, loses in the AFC Championship game again. Next year, the Kansas City Chiefs are faced with a tough choice because of the contract that Patrick Mahomes has signed and the salary cap in the NFL, they have to choose basically between Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill. They have to choose between one of those two guys. And that's a different debate. We can all talk about, oh, I think Kelsey's more valuable or Tyreek Hill's more valuable. But next year, he's going to have one or the other. He's not going to be able to have both. So the, the, the slope is starting to decline. And then let's say next year, they, let's say they hypothetically re-sign one of the guys. Tyreek or Travis Kelsey. Now you only have one weapon. You don't have both. Hypothetically, Broncos get Aaron Rodgers. Maybe they don't win the division next year. They go eleven and six. The year after that, they go ten and seven. Like it the point is the Chiefs are gonna be good. Patrick Mahomes is is a great quarterback. But this was their four year window to win three Super Bowls and they came out with one but I don't think Mahomes will find himself in that high super high level of competitiveness and success until maybe later in his career when they pick up more weapons or more guys and they're able to re-sign more but yeah, if their defense is finishing it them so much yeah and their defense this year was the 27th ranked defense in the NFL if their defense is going to be bottom third or bottom fourth in the NFL every year while he's playing quarterback i just i think he's gonna win two rings i think he's gonna win yeah, two rings in his career i think i think two two might be a little bit of a short sell just because just if you look at the years since he started you we have you said they got bounced by new england and the new england went on to win 
Then they went and they won. And then they went and they got fucking steamrolled by Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay's super defense and yep. Tom Brady. And, and then and then this year they they were fucking that close. You know they had the, they had the ball in their possession with the game in their hands. Yep. To go win to win, go win the game, maybe a play call before halftime wins them that football game. Yep. You know like the right play call. Um. So I think it's I don't know like like obviously it's super fucking hard to win, but like <clears throat> you also got to think like you got Herbert, you got this new era of quarterbacks coming in, right? They're like the like we talked about. There's this new era. But you're good, like guys that have like figured out and crafted the game, like that have gotten better and better and better over their careers, like Aaron Rodgers and shit. You yeah. know, those guys are going to be on their way out. While Pat Patty still has ten plus years for left. sure, for sure, because he's going to play. He's going to play until he's fucking forty. So if he picks up like, and he's already super smart, but if he's able to pick up just those little things that like you can tell Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady or like they're so smart about, right? And like not make that bonehead like big arm throw every once in a while, you know. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, I just think I, I I don't think like just the fact that they literally since since he started have almost they've made two AFC championship were, every year and pretty were, much. Yeah, and they're every right year. on the cusp of, of yeah the AFC championship. So they're right on the cusp of being in four. To say that he's only going to win one ring in the next like fifteen years because he's gonna he's gonna play for the, at least fifteen more. years. I think he he won the one he has. I think it's going to be similar to a. Uh, and I'm not I, I'm not comparing him to Ben Roethlisberger, but it's going to be a similar trajectory where Ben Roethlisberger showed up early on, great player, they had the good defense, you know, everything came together, they won the Super Bowl, and then six years, seven years go by, they win another one. I think, and this is not a knock on him, man, because he deserves to be paid as the highest quarterback in the NFL, but that is such a big hit, dude, on their fucking payroll, on the salary cap. Dude, paying him forty fucking forty five million dollars a year, that is such a big hit, man. That's why Brady and these guys have had so much success is because Brady's like, I'll take 25, 20. Like, I want to win, and it's like Mahomes but wants yeah, to win yeah. too, man. But it's like, dude, giving the guy of whatever the whatever what, what was this even his fucking contract thirteen fucking it years? Five, it, was five, it was like five hundred million dollars, dude. Like that's insane. Is, and I'm not saying he doesn't hot. deserve the money. I'm just saying if it's a if it's baseball, it's different because there is no salary cap and you can sign whoever and do whatever and go over the luxury tax and it doesn't matter. In football, there is a hard fucking salary cap. And so you have to consider that. And I just don't know, man. And you know what? And this is another thing, man. If they would have maybe been able to afford or draft or whatever, like Edwards Elair is a good running back, but like if they could afford or be able to handle a better running back, you know, like a Najee Harris or I don't even know, like just somebody like that, then of course they would be unstoppable. But losing Kelsey yeah, and or Tyreek Hill next year, that's going to hurt him, man, a lot. They really don't. Yeah, they really don't. Does it ever feel like that? Like, it was funny because for a while it was like they had like, they went through like the Priest Holmes era and then they had like the Jamal Charles era. Yeah, and like, like stars, those, those guys man. were like bona fide superstar running backs, and then and then you get like you get, look at it over the last like fucking three four years, yeah, yeah, you know, even like five or six years. Like I mean, like who are you gonna say is a who are you gonna say is like a bona fide stud for them? None. You can't. I, that's I what I'm mean, saying. Yeah, and that's kind of where they maybe they've sacrificed big games. You know, right? They've like, sacrificed. They're not every week they've had like damian williams you know i guess like he's yeah, been exactly. good but it's like 
Dude, if you're able to get a Joe Mixon or, or any of the other, honestly, dude, Sonny Michelle or fucking, I mean, anybody, man. But, like, and that's, it, it, I mean, you can't, like, complain bad. about I it. I don't love I don't love either of those examples. Well, I'm just saying, like. Joe, Joe Mixon, maybe, but, like. Like, I'm just saying, I take Sonny Michelle Sonny over, Sonny over, over Clyde, yeah. Over Jarek McKinnon and Clyde edwards yeah, Elair. For, for, for sure. Or Cam sure. Akers over Jarek McKinnon. Or like you know what I mean? So yeah, like but and again, it's not their it's not their fault because of course they're winning, but they don't have high draft picks. So it's it's hard, man. It's hard to get those guys in. So man, we spent a lot of time talking about them, but Chiefs lost. Bengals won. Bengals are going to the goddamn Super Bowl. So good for them, man. Holy shit! That's um, the first one since uh, 1988. Man, good for them, man. Good, 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 good. You know, you know what's funny is if, if San Fran would have won tonight. You know, the last time the Bengals went to the Super Bowl, they played San Fran. They played Fran. San Fran, yeah. Yeah, fucking, what, 34 years ago? Yeah, fucking a long, long time, time ago. All right, All right so what's, what's rolling with this next game then? Yeah. Okay, so we got, we got San Fran. 49ers and Rams in L.A., right? And we may not do quite quite as much of the, yeah, at the spaceship. He might not do quite as much of the uh, play-by-play breakdown. But, the, man, that first game was just, like, so good. So it was yeah. hard. To, it was hard to top for the second game, but it's very important, right? Either way, fucking one one of these teams is going to the Super Bowl, and you know, not to toot my own horn, but I mean, both we both Jared fucking nailed his picks. Bengals plus seven, obviously it hit because they won, and he had Rams money line and under the alternate spread of forty nine. Could have taken the regular. Uh, not spread. Yeah, under, he could have uh, taken the over, regular total of forty six and a half, and taken that under, and that would have hit as well. Because the final score. About, go ahead. Points though. Yeah, yeah. About, about the points. About the points because I I didn't feel very I didn't feel super safe about it. Right. No, you don't, and that's fine. That's totally fair, right? So, the Rams, 49ers in the NFC Championship in L.A. I will say, man, and I I knew this game was going to be how it was. There was a fuckload of 49ers fans. Like, a shitload. They always showed the crowd. So many 49ers fans. And good for them, man, because, I mean, they were hot. They were coming in, and they almost, I mean, they almost pulled it off. But I think this game, I think, I, I mean, I think I said it before, man, but this game was, you have your weapons, you have your guys, you know, you have everybody you can count on. But this was just a matter, I think the, the Rams were just, they out-weaponed, weaponed the 49ers you know like yeah. they just cooper cup obj stafford is just so much better than jimmy garoppolo he's just so much better as a quarterback yeah. uh, even early in that game just, even yeah. earlier in that game, if uh if jimmy hits that that pass wide the, open to kittle wide they get, open they get, they get points on that drive yep. if they if he completes that pass wide that's open. like first down first down on like the 45 but like they're yeah uh, mm-hmm. the rams 45 yeah so they, they at least probably get points there which coming down it ended up being a three-point game right so like like just that one pass yeah is a, i mean is a and that's a lot of the, a lot of these games a lot of these times you could break it you know you could end up like breaking it down or, or co- making it come down to one play but of course there's a lot more than that i think to jared's uh, astute observation i think one thing to take out of this game is that i mean debo samuel is just a fucking freak i mean he's just He's a it's fucking so freak, good. man. He runs the ball. He leads the team in receiving. He leads the team in rushing. And he had seven carries for 26 yards, which isn't that much. But, like, Elijah Mitchell had he 11 carries for 20. For, 
Yeah. Yeah. Against a against a freak run defense. Right. Too. And Debo, man, and then he had four catches for 72 yards. One of them was the big 44-yard touchdown, right? He breaks it off, screenplay. I mean, I just – I'm happy for the Rams because they sold out, like, absolutely the definition of just selling out for a Super Bowl. And here they are, man. I mean, they made this – they beat the 49ers 20-17 to in regulation. They score 13 points in the fourth quarter. Uh, to to win and they were down 10 7 and a half and everybody dude i mean it's it's the same fucking feeling we all had every game 49ers played we're like dude i don't know what the fuck's going on and the rams are loaded and the fucking packers are loaded last week but it's like 49ers are fucking winning this game like how are they doing it man it's so weird yeah they're just gritty and you're never sure why how they're winning or why but you watch the game, but you watch the game, and you look at the score, and you're like, "How the fuck are they up 10? Yeah, it's like what? Jimmy G. Jimmy G. has Jimmy G's throwing fucking for 112 yards, and like, and they're they have no rushing yards, but they like, like you know what I mean? Like, yeah. they, like you said, like, like, like they're they're 26 and 20 is 40. It's fucking less than 50 rushing yards or whatever. Yeah, they day. literally had 50 rushing yards because Jimmy had one run for Jimmy four had yards. A scramble, right? So it's like you had less than 50. They Jimmy's not 50 throwing for rushing big yards. numbers. The the defense plays like well, but they're not like. Not where you're yes, like, oh, that's dude. a fucking dumb dude. dude. And See, I, it's really, it's like almost like mathematically sometimes it feels like it doesn't even fucking make sense. It doesn't add up, dude. And I've said that, I said that about the 49ers, man. I was like, you know, it's cool, like cool of like a story, like cool. It's cool to the 49ers get get in the Super Bowl if they make it. But it, they're just like such a. I hate to say this, man, but they're just like boring. Like they're just not that fun to watch. And Unless everyone. Steve gets the ball. Unless Debo touches the ball because he's electric. <laughs> but the rest of the team, like, it's not like their defense is one of those defenses where, you know, you watch, of course, we're Broncos fans, right? You go back to that Super Bowl where they played the Panthers. That defense is so fun to watch because it's like, who's going to get a sack? Who's going to tip this pass? Who's going to intercept this pass? Like, everyone's flying to the ball. Like, they have good players on defense, but it's just like, like, they just, you look at the roster and you're like, that's not a Super Bowl team. Like, it's not even close to a Super Bowl team. Like, yeah, like on paper, you hold it up and you're like, okay, let's compare quarterbacks. Jimmy G, Matthew Stafford, Stafford times a million. Let's just say Debo doesn't run the ball. Elijah Mitchell versus a rookie versus Cam Akers, who's had, you know, big games, big year last season or whatever. You take Cam Akers, Cooper Cup. Compared to Debo, it's a good comparison. They're both explosive, but like as far as a pure receiver goes, Cooper Cup's yeah, better. Their yeah. be- the second best guy, Brandon Ayuk or OBJ, who finished with 113 receiving yards. Like you take OBJ, like it's just there's so many guys, it, and like it, it's it's super. He's just a bona fide superstar. Like has right. been one of the like you know has been to the uh, the peak. You know, exactly. Brandon Ayuk is still like. Like one of those guys that like needs to have a couple like Big, huge yeah. years to be considered, right. you know. And then you flip the you flip the coin over and you look at defense. Like, yeah, like Nick Bosa is really good, okay. But like Von Miller, fucking Aaron 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 Donald, dude, Jalen Ramsey. Ramsey. Like I know they came out of retirement, but like Eric, what? Like they are just fucking loaded, and so you know if it wasn't going to be the Bucks and Tom Brady, I feel like the Rams was that had to be the team and and they ended up being the team beating the 49ers uh you know 20 to 17 and i think it shows too uh you know to the point we talked about previously where at the end of the day moving forward in the nfl and the league that we're gonna see in the future 
the teams that are going to have success are the teams that are that have quarterbacks unless they're like pretty elite pocket passers like Stafford I think is the quarterbacks are going to have to be mobile if yeah. they're not going to be elite pocket passers and and it showed at the end of the game right Jimmy Jimmy Garoppolo had a chance to go down the field with 2 minutes left down by 3 you know take him into field goal range whatever and he got scrambled you know of course they brought pressure and he he was under pressure and he tried to like under underhand shovel a pass to check down to the running back and got tipped and intercepted and the Rams caught it and the, ran out the clock but the, it's like the yeah the future like, of the NFL quarterback the future of NFL quarterback is the perfect balance and harmony between po- old school pocket passer and backyard bullshit you got to have 100%. like a, you have to be able to do both you know it's got to be pocket passer when when that's happening when you need it but when the fucking the reads aren't there you got to be able to and back shit falls bullshit. apart dude and everything goes to shit josh allen will fucking scramble and break three tackles and scramble for 12 and yards he'll do it scramble for 12 and extend the drive and, exactly. then, and then the next time and then the next time he drops back and he takes his first two reads oh shit stefan diggs just busted a nice corner corner route he's wide open he throws it. It connects the, to how the yeah. play was designed to be. Exactly. But like when the fucking X's and O's aren't working out, you got to be able to improvise. And, and that's, that's what the fucking mobile quarterbacks are going to be able to do. And, and that's, that's why, why Jimmy G are, are going to die. Yeah, Jimmy G is just not that guy. I mean, and I think we said about the 49ers. I think at least I said it, you know, last week. They're not a team that's designed. This game was really lining up for them to have success because at one point they were up 17 to 7. They're designed with a quarterback like Jimmy G to play ahead like the play like the patriots with mac jones where it's like you're not designed to come back because you don't have the weapons and the monster quarterback with the big arm you're designed to play from ahead and they were ahead but credit to the the, the rams you know they came back they were down 17 uh seven they scored a touchdown in the fourth made it 17 14 uh kicked two field goals you know on, on subsequent drives and then they won the game but i think as a general statement again Debo Samuel, monster. Cooper Cup, man, what the fuck, dude? 11 catches, 142 yards, two touchdowns. Like, dude, he's not the and best no, route runner. No, I, dude, I, I was, I was going to say the opposite. I think his fucking routes are insane. Dude, that, well, here's what I'm going to say. He's not the best, like, pure athlete route runner in the NFL. Like, the, like if I had to pick a guy that I was like, who's going to get like one-on-one ball, like amazing route. You know, there's a handful of guys you could take. But I don't think Cooper Cup, like before the season, was obviously ever in that conversation. As the season's gone on, he's gotten better and better and and slowly worked his way into that conversation. But still, like, dude, again, like you talked about it. What's like one play, like one play, one guy, if there's nobody else on the field, you put the ball in his hands and he's going to fucking get you a first down. Debo Samuel or Cooper Cup? Like, I'm gonna take you're Debo. Gonna take, you're, gonna, you're, I'm gonna you're, take, you're taking Debo. I'm gonna take Debo because he, he can it, run it, guys it, over. Like, like as a pure, just like ridiculous pure uh, athlete. Like, no, I, well, I get that because like, like Cup, like Cup's obviously probably like, like if they're running, running head to head at a 40 yard dash, Debo's probably quicker. That's He's what I'm saying. Worse, right, obviously, right. Obviously, obviously more explosive on cuts. But I think route running wise, like, like depends That's, on what you call it, like what you're talking about. Route. If if Debo's running like a post or something. He's his pure speed might get him open deep, but the thing about Cooper Cup is like those little short routes that he does open up those long routes that he does. And like I literally, when we were watching the game downstairs, and it was like one of the catches that that he made to go for like fucking twelve yards. 
Yeah. I literally looked, I literally watched it and I was like, I was like, he looks he, off the line of scrimmage. I said, he looks digital because he chopped Dude. his feet like six times so fast and then broke to the inside and caught a pass for 12. And then the connection on top of that, but that he has with Stafford, that is obviously, such a great like, word, for dude. Timing. Digital, digital, digital is such a great way to describe Cooper Cup because and he's. he's just, I think that makes the most sense, and, and I think the reason why I'm coming from the perspective I'm coming from is because it doesn't make sense that he's always fucking open, dude. He's always fucking open. And not only, always. even if he's not open, or if it's a tough throw, or it's a corner route, an end zone, or sideline pass, like. Even if he's not quite 100% open or whatever, like he will catch the ball with two feet inbounds every fucking time. Like his oh, yeah. dude, he is just like so mechanically sound and so pure. Oh, yeah. But like, again, and this is not like I'm not saying that Jerry Judy is a better like receiver than Cooper Cup, but like route running wise, like you put both guys and you show one guy run a stop and go, Cooper Cup or Jerry Judy, like. Jerry Judy is going to stop harder, cut better, make the DB bite harder, and then, like, get open more. But, like, that's, like, the pure, like, just physical ability. Like, because, of course, Jerry Judy, again, probably maybe faster, like, whatever. But Cooper Cup is, like, so technically. And there was that one play, and maybe we could probably lay it over on a TikTok or whatever. Dude, where he, dude, he broke it down on a fucking, uh, he broke down like a, a play. I don't know if you saw that video where he like somebody asked him a, a question about a, a route or whatever. Um, it was the post game interview. Uh, let me see if I can find it here on Twitter, dude. And he, yeah, here it is, right here. He got asked the question. Yeah, dude, listen to this, and everybody can hear this. Listen to this shit, dude. Like this is shit where it's like. Again, you put Jerry Judy in a room and you ask him to answer the question the same way. He's not going to fucking do this shit. Listen to this shit. Touchdown specifically, your defender went and blitzed. What did you see there? How were you able to, to use that to your advantage? Yeah, they said a little three deep fire zone, brought the nickel off the edge, safety drop down. Um, they didn't look like they were doing a replacement fire zone, so I knew at the back away we were going to get three pushing through. Um, that I had an opportunity to kind of run in there if I could beat my guy and just had to beat the safety to the end zone. Touchdown like, specifically, like, your defender. What the fuck did you just say? Like, like, what the yeah, fuck is I that? that. Like, I think that, that's like the NFL equivalent of like fucking coding. Dude, it's literally insane. <laughs> like, he's like, yeah, the 3D <laughs> fire zone. So I said, there's going to blitz up front. Didn't know if they had, you know, they had a guy replace him in the back and be safe to the corner of the end zone. It's like, and Jerry Judy's just like, I'm going to run my route and I'm going to fucking beat my guy that's in front of me and then I'll be open. Like, if or not, right? But Cooper Cup, man, he's just so technically sound and smart and just like, God, well, man, maybe, he's so good. Maybe that, and it probably it probably helps that he like probably helps that he's where he's like this year. I heard that him and Stafford like just put in all sorts of crazy amounts of work like right. together. Just like like so Stafford probably you got to give probably a little bit of credit to the Stafford probably helping him. Oh, for sure. And like things like that, because like they said, like I heard like these stories at the beginning of the year that like they sat like Cooper Cup and him sat together at, in their little breakfast lunch hall every day. And we're talking and like and obviously you can tell that like their like personal like relationship off the field you know like at practice and 100%. shit like lead, leads onto the field and like like because you know like sometimes you see fucking Stafford just force the ball to him it's because he trusts it yeah. you know like he's yep. like he's like you know it's like you fucking 
the dog you, you you do one of those little clickers and you feed the dog peanut butter or whatever it's like yeah. when he starts to hear that clicker he, he understands it's a reward so it's like matthew stafford fucking sees understands that when i throw the ball that that guy's way it's probably gonna be open and he's gonna probably make a fucking play he got targeted 14 times today and i'm pretty sure that's a relatively routine thing for cooper cup if i click uh, on his player dude, player profile and i look so at many targets dude dude if I look at his player profile, uh-oh, hold on, I got, I got fucking sound coming from somewhere. Oh, shit. All right. He's got, in 20, like, I think the craziest thing, and again, it's like a breakdown of Cooper Cup. He just, like, wasn't that guy before this like and it's maybe that's that's still, tough to say he was still no he was still good he i was gonna was, say because looking at 2019 dude just, he had thousand receiving is, yards and 10 touchdowns yeah, like, and, that was, and that's a and that's a golf right right yeah like, like always always remember that dude like fucking like we talked about i don't know if we talked i don't know who exactly we talked about last time i think it was we talked about demarius thomas with like how demarius thomas peyton made demarius thomas and eric decker fucking 100 percent. so stafford Obviously, he had, like, Calvin Johnson, but other than that, he didn't really have, I guess he had, like, Marvin Jones, but, like, like you know what I mean? Like, fucking a guy like Marvin Jones. Remember how good Marvin Jones was for the Lions? Marvin Monster. Jones Jr.? Monster. Monster, right? Kenny Galladay, guys that were good. They both signed big contracts and moved to other places. Because and the they Lions weren't, weren't great. Pay anyone. Yeah. And nobody fucking, nobody, dude, people, all people do is bitch, moan, and complain about those two now. Dude, like, because it's like, because it, it, your receiver's only as good as the quarterback, because the quarterback's not getting involved, like a good ball. And, and vice versa, obviously, if you have a great fucking receiver, but like, shit, like, great receivers don't succeed with shitty quarterbacks. 100%. Dude, looking at his but targets, like, medium or like even oh, shitty yes. receivers can have big oh, yes. games with great quarterbacks. Yes. So. God, these fucking ESPN ads are killing me. Um, Cooper Cup's targets this year, read them off by game. 10, 11, 12, 13, 10, 12, 13, 9, 13, 13, 10, 10, 15, 13, 13, 17 against uh, Baltimore in the regular season, 7 against the 49ers in the regular season, first round of the playoffs, 7. 11 last week and 14 dude there is no chance there's another receiver in the nfl who averages as many fucking targets as him targets? yeah i don't think so yeah there's no way let's see nfl target leaders i bet you that pops up has to be has to be number one has to be Cooper, by far by far 209 Compared to the next closest is Devonte Adams at 180. Dude, that is dude. That's 30, a, that's 30 targets. That's a fucking huge chunk. Dude, 30 and Devonte Adams, by the way, gets targeted a shitload every game too. It feels like, it feels like Devonte Adams catches the ball every play. <laughs> dude, literally every play. Yeah. And then you got Deont Deontay Johnson right behind him. Deontay does get targeted a lot, but like that's kind of weird because it doesn't like feel like he would be number right three. because well Deontay yeah they just like. Well, then you also got to think too like some of these guys like Justin Jefferson missed games. Sure, sure. I think the 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 points that we the, the point that we were going at is that Stafford. Well, first of all, like we said, Debo's a fucking freak. Cooper Cup is a freak technically man just so sound 
I think Odell, man, has gotten such a bad rap. I think Odell. Shitty I think quarterbacks. He, I think shitty quarterbacks, man. He played with shitty. He he got he made the super catch. He had this a, a couple good years in fucking New York, and then he goes to the Browns and and fucking Baker's. Dude. I love Baker, but like just as a because he's a cool guy, but he's kind of a fucking trash can in the NFL so far. I mean, Odell, fucking, hey, how many how many games is fucking Baker Mayfield gonna go fucking fourteen for fourteen for twenty five with one hundred and sixty nine yards and one touchdown and one interception? You know what I mean? Like that's plays. like that's yeah. that's his stat lines. And like and like here we are as the guys you know sitting here talking about it. We're like of course. we get it. It's of fucking, course it's obviously fucking ridiculously hard, but it's like like speaking to like Odell fell off. Odell didn't fall off necessarily. If Odell just didn't have. He just didn't have a fucking QB and didn't have, maybe it was, maybe it was coaching, you know, like, like while he 100%. was there, they had fucking Fred Kitchens and multiple different coaches. You Dude, know? Odell has gotten a much worse rap than he deserves, in my opinion, because obviously he's a freak athlete. Obviously he's an exceptional player. And I think that was a, that was a focus point for when the Rams traded for him is McVay. It's not like they were coddling his ego or anything like that but they were just like we want to get him targeted and involved in the offense because when he's more involved and of course if they're winning he's going to be happy and i dude that's part of that's part of any success with any team is you have to make sure everybody is okay and happy you know what i mean i mean really it's like it is important and so odell man is still yeah that t.o t.o went after fucking baker and the browns on twitter today I didn't see. I just look. I was looking up Baker Mayfield, and it was like to see how many of those little shitty games. To, yeah. So I wanted to read off the examples of the games that like I, that were the exact like close to that stat line. He goes, "Congrats to the Bengals and the Rams, but extremely happy for OB, OBJ Browns Baker at Browns at Baker Mayfield. Totally screwed that situation up." In the words of Kendrick Perkins, "Carry the hell on." But that was today, which is funny. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I agree with him. Yeah. Well, it's like. Okay, let's see. I, I gotta find Baker Baker Mayfield game log. I could probably find it too. Uh, it's right here. It is right here, dude. It's just like okay, so like sixteen for thirty-eight, one eighty-five, two touchdowns, two picks, sacked nine times. Are you looking at this year? Twenty-one, tw- twenty-one for th- twenty-one for thirty-six, two hundred twenty-two yards, two touchdowns, two touchdowns four, four picks. Four picks. 22 for 32, 190, two, two touchdowns, one pick. You know, th- 18 for 37, sub 50%, 247 yards. Fucking one touchdown, no interceptions. You know, it's just like constantly like fucking. Yeah, be- beats, the, beats the Detroit Lions on November yeah. 21st. 15 for 29, 176 yards, one touchdown, two picks. Like. Here you go. Here you go. New England, 45 to 7 loss, 11 for 21. For seventy-three yards, one touchdown. One God, it's just bad. It's just, he just, but that's just like what his stat. Like, I mean, he threw for over three hundred yards twice this year. He came out hot, you know. He threw for twenty-one for twenty-eight for three twenty-one, but he still threw. But get this, he goes twenty-one for twenty-eight for three twenty-one. Yeah, week one, zero touchdowns in the pick. Yep. It's just like why? What, like why? Like what? Like, is it coaching? Is it? Is it Baker? Is it decision making? Like you know what I mean? Because it's like obviously fucking. I like I like Baker. I think Baker is like what like it was almost like fucking somebody like sent Johnny Manziel to rehab. 
<laughs> and like and he actually likes to you know what i mean yeah. like baker like people were worried that baker was going to be kind of like johnny menzel you know and it was like but ba- but baker's obviously like kept his shit together and like been way more professional than johnny menzel ever of course, was but like but also baker mayfield is not good enough to be showing up and uh, dude i don't want to be calling coward here of course this podcast and everything else is not on the level of Colin Coward and the viewership and listenership he gets. But dude, Baker Mayfield is not fucking good enough to be showing up on my fucking TV every Sunday, every Thursday night, every Monday night on a progressive fucking TV commercial for car insurance or fucking homeowners insurance defending his like dude he is just not that good he's not good enough like i see a tom brady crypto.com commercial i'm like that fucking makes sense tom brady's a young looking like superstar (laughs) front front line ace like leads all of america as far as house household names go that makes sense for crypto.com to pay that guy a shit ton of money or aaron Rodgers and patrick mahomes to get paid by fucking state farm to get paid like Patrick and fucking Baker Mayfield and progressive showing up like dude. And of course, credit to him. Is it progressive? It's progressive. It's progressive. It's progressive. I bet my fucking, I bet my life on it. It's progressive. I bet my, I bet the, I bet the history of this podcast. It's progressive. (laughs) Baker Mayfield. Commercials. Oh, I want to hear it so bad. Please give it to me. Uh, it's progressive. Yeah, it's progressive. I know it was progressive. You know, there, you know what made me think of that one was the fucking guy that when he gets the leather boots. Who, who's that guy from fucking? Who? You know the was Alice? I think it was Alice and Alice Cooper or whatever. On Who, for for farmers. No, it's a Baker Mayfield and Alice Cooper. It's the progressive. At, it's at home with Baker Mayfield. That's, that's what, what all that's of what those. Baker's... That's all those commercials yeah, are. At home with Baker Mayfield. At home. So for some reason, like I was thinking that like it was it could it could have been like a like a good neighbor because fucking the guy, he's at his house or whatever, and then fucking the Rocket and Roll Hall of Fame's there. So Alice Cooper brings over the fucking oh, yeah. um, the boots. So I was thinking in my head, oh, they're neighbors. Yeah. So I was like, ah, oh, State Farm. No, like, right, all right, fuck no, it. it's always the Patrick Price and the Rogers rate. That's the two yeah, for us. So yeah. even if I was an over, even if I was an over enthusiastic personal trainer, would I still get the Patrick Price? Yeah. Even if I yeah, was a nobody there, selling uh, sneakers in the in the Foot Locker, would I still get the Patrick yeah. Price? It's like, dude. Yeah, he goes, yeah. Because he goes, oh yeah, looks like this one just sold out. Yeah, but guess what? Patrick Mahomes is a freak. Aaron Rodgers is a freak. Tom Brady, freak of nature. Baker Mayfield, fucking Kirk Cousins, dude. Average average and dude you said it i don't even know if we have to disclose this because of course i'm sure these other guys don't disclose this it's not like you and i are going to do any better right like of course these guys are playing in the nfl it's incredibly difficult the point is the point is we're talking about obj and his talents were not utilized in cleveland it's just a fact it's just a bottom line they just weren't and everyone's like oh obj senior or you know odell beckham senior is is vouching for his son and all this it's like dude and like i mean i can sort of understand like it's his dad it's kind of a weird thing but like dude it makes perfect sense and like i don't know what odell's 
career game logs and targets look like but i know with eli in new york he had, some, he, he had like some freak years dude he had some freak years and eli was targeting him similar to like almost okay. cooper cup numbers dude obj was getting targeted a shit ton and that was mostly because of obviously the freak catch that he made but that yeah i mean you talk about fucking like literally about transcending like, like, a, he, like american sports like that literally was the most ridiculous catch i've ever seen <laughs> Maybe yeah, was, still yeah, ever. yeah that was that was that was a ridiculous catch and it was just like one of the like it's one of those ones that's so crazy that he made because it's like it it probably made him it pro that catch single-handedly probably made him like an extra 20 million to 30 million dollars oh easily easily like if not more but like okay okay so he yeah he had fucking freak numbers as a rookie, 91 catches for 1,305 yards, 12 touchdowns. Dude, that's like an unbelievable year. Like, that's, that's so unbelievable good. Year. That's, that's like better than what, – what did Jamar Chase have this year? That might be better than Jamar Chase's year. Mm. Jamar. Here, I'll see if I can beat you to it. 1,455 and 13 touchdowns. So, yeah, he actually Jamar had almost a the same. Little, almost the same, though. Almost the same. A little bit. A little bit better. But and Joe Andy, Burrow, I think, uh, but Joe Burrow's better than freaking. Yeah, and Joe Burrow's better than, than fucking Eli. Eli Manning. Yeah. So but then he had ninety six. Then he had ninety ninety six for fourteen fifty and thirteen touchdowns, Jesus. which is almost identical. Yeah. Almost identical to the year that he had this year, and then thirteen sixty seven, and then one hundred one catches for thirteen sixty seven and ten touchdowns, and then that's and then all of a sudden fucking shit hit the fan. I think he probably he got hurt that next year, right? I think he did tear his ACL. Three, yeah. Three, yeah, three hundred yards, and then he had. One more thousand yard uh, season with six touchdowns, and then he went to Cleveland and had a thousand yard season, but he only had fucking four touchdowns. And like, you need to have, you need to be scoring touchdowns to be a fucking big name. Yeah, hundred percent. People are playing fan, people are playing fantasy football. People are <laughs> betting on touchdowns. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like that's what people want to see. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, so Jared, we got, uh, and and we've we've gone a little bit longer than we normally do, but I fucking I love it. I don't care. We talk about fucking football all day, but Rams. Bengals Super Bowl in LA, right? Of course, it's a home game for the Rams, supposedly. Mm -hmm. But I just I don't really buy. Like even for the the Bucks last year, they had the home game. Like yes, yeah, but, but like the Super Bowl is such a corporate event. It's right? such a corporate event, and you saw how well the San Francisco 49ers fans traveled. Dude, you're telling me you live in Cincinnati, you are fucking. 43 year old guy with a wife and two kids and you're making 80 90 grand a year because you've worked your way up the fucking company you're working at the fucking the the fucking steel mill or the wood yard and you're the regional manager you're not going to shell out tickets to fly out to lax stay at the fucking la quinta who gives a fuck and drop 400 bucks on four tickets for the for the family to go like my point is there is gonna be a lot of fucking Bengals fans at that game and if you want to talk about cincinnati and again this is not my fucking me taking shit out of this podcast but like i'm a bandwagon alabama fan i went to the alabama game in dallas for the college football playoff against the university of cincinnati and i thought it was going to be 90 percent alabama fans 10 percent cincinnati dude it was 50 50 or even more so cincinnati fans versus alabama 
and that could be for a lot of different reasons but i think a lot of that what i was just saying stay like holds true and that everybody's gonna fucking go from cincinnati to la and want to watch that game so i think that the home field holds some weight but i don't know how I much just, i just don't think in the super bowl it really holds as much i don't weight. either man i don't and either it's kinda, it's, it's kind of weird that it's back-to-back years that it's happened it's very weird and it's a little and bit like we've talked about a little, little <laughs> bit yeah yeah but no, no fucking a dude uh no they're you know what i'm thinking oh man i just it's really hard to doubt the fucking Bengals. but it's like you know what i'm you know what i'm thinking is like what's the line gonna fucking, be what's the line what is the line it's it's probably gotta be it's probably gotta be i don't know like fucking minus like because you gotta think that the Bengals' odds have to have improved after beating the Chiefs again, you know. Yep. So maybe five and a half Rams. Opening line, Rams favored by four minus four over the Bengals. Minus four. Okay, so I said five and a half. So yeah, I was thinking a little bit more. So exactly. So they improved a little bit. So I'm thinking, and then the over under is probably what fifty point fifty fifty one fifty point five something like that. And dude, it's it's probably up on DraftKings. It's, probably, right, it's, it's probably, probably right at fifty. It's probably you um, think fifty fifty and a half. 50 and a half or like 51 or something like that. Probably 50 wow, and a half. you're that so right. close, dude. So Rams what minus four, over under is 49 and a half. Okay, so it's right there. So it's 49 a point and a half, 49 and a half <laughs> yeah, so, man. Dude, that's a fucking, uh, and I, here's, here's my issue right here about the Bengals and this game specifically is like you pulled it off against the fucking, the Chiefs. You know, and the, and the Chiefs the Chiefs played a decent offensive game, and your defense stood up, but the Chiefs still scored twenty four, you know, twenty four points, right? Yeah. I just don't know if you're if the two if you're going to be able to pull that off against that Rams defense, and that fucking line is Swiss cheese, man, and and you got a way better pass rush, and like fucking jim rome was talking before the game today and he called the the Bengals offensive line at a, a turnstile <laughs> which I thought was, that's a great I thought was fun, which i thought was hilarious because he just he's just this is i picture fucking, and i like you know what i mean like is is it going to be sack sack fumble miller again because it's like joe burrow as good as he is Hey, guess like what? Said, the I mean, fucking, and the we Rams, talked about the Rams the... sold the, the Rams sold the fuck out for the Super Bowl, yeah. right? Yep. Okay, but defensively, defensively, Joe Burrow. How many times? Okay, so the Bengal, the uh, Kansas City Chiefs defense is not good, right? Everybody knows that. How many times, yeah. from your memory, do you think Joe Burrow was sacked in today's game? against the Kansas City Chiefs in the AFC Championship. How many times? Dude, it didn't really feel maybe twice. It didn't really feel maybe two or three times. Uh he he it felt like every time that they had him, he actually He's, escaped. Dude, he like, really did. He, and that was one he thing where some, he, he had some Houdini escapes. Dude, he had some serious Houdini which does also contribute to the success they had. And they were not just Houdinis, they were Houdini escapes for first downs on third down. Like shit like that. Yeah. Like Chris Jones had a, like that one there. Chris double Jones sack. had like almost had a fucking double sack. Yeah, yeah. Like had like the back of his helmet, and he like fucking got out of it and scrambled, up, and then he put the ball out. Yeah. Uh, how many times did he get? Burrow was sacked one time for a seven yard loss. Really? One but, time. But that's that's 
I guess they do have. I mean, they do have the, 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 the Frank Clark and Chris Jones. They have two good guys up front. I just don't think that's the same caliber as. I agree. Aaron Jones no, I agree. I agree, hundred percent. I agree, hundred percent. Now it's just you taking everything into context, right? What's let's say, fuck, I don't know if it's offered on DraftKings, but let's just say, I'm not even gonna look. Let's just say the sack total on Joe Burrow in the Super Bowl is at over under three and a half. I'm taking the over. You think over? Yeah. I think that, like... Is that a good number, you think? Three and a half? Yeah, th- three and a half is probably good. I-, I wouldn't be surprised to see it. Uh, yeah. I Maybe, would say four and and half. Half. Maybe four Maybe and a half. Maybe four and a half. Four and a half is steep. That's five it is. sacks. It is. Team. That's a lot. I'd say three and a half is probably a good number because you're going against that pass rush. I just think that, like... I just think that, like, here's another thing that contributes to sacks is good coverage. 100%. And you got fucking a way better secondary. Way better secondary at the Rams. So it's like, if unless Joe's forcing the ball down the field, you know, like to like receivers yeah. that are, aren't open. By the way, Joe Burrow had that one today where he scrambled up and he like literally looked like he like thought the guy on the Chiefs was on his team. He like threw a pass to him and he dropped it. You see that? <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah, that was, that was fucking wild. But anyway, no. So I, I'm thinking, I'm thinking that the pass rush is going to be too much. I think the Rams win the Super Bowl this year. I think yeah. Joe. I think. The, I think the Bengals put up a fucking good fight. You Everybody's know, going to be pulling bit. for the Bengals, I think. Everybody. Everyone, nobody wants to see the fucking L.A. team win. They want to see the young guy. Yeah, 100%. You know, and, you and, know the te- and the team of uh, the homegrown guys for and, the most part. And you know? Jerry, too, I will say. This is something I'm seeing here on the just general game cast of the Bengals Chiefs that we spent literally 50 minutes talking about. But time of possession. And it's like. It's not really like a metric or like a stat. I mean, like they do bring it up and they like maybe, you know, pop it up on the screen once or twice a broadcast. If you had to guess time of possession in the Chiefs Bengals game today, who do you think had more time of possession? I mean, again, I'm fucking leading you into this, but you Actually, know, like, I, I couldn't. Tell, I, I would, you know what? The only reason that I might, I might say the Bengals did is because the, of the Bengals, second half, the second half. Patrick Mahomes had 65 passing yards, and in the first half, those fucking drives were chunk. Like you said, they were chunk play drives. Yeah. So they were score. They were scoring in four or five minutes. You know. Bengals had the ball for 35 minutes 56 seconds. Chiefs had the ball for 29 minutes 42 seconds. So the Chiefs, the Bengals had the ball for almost six minutes more. And it's, half, it's like a half quarter relatively, you know, like that's a kind of a close number. But like you said, that's a half quarter. They had one um, less turnover, right? One turnover compared to two total yards, 359 for Cincy compared to 375 for Kansas City. I mean, that's almost a toss up. I mean, it's 15 yards, 16 yards. First downs, 24 for Kansas City, 21 for Cincinnati. So I think, you know, we'll do our podcast, obviously, coming up and do a lot more previews. Maybe we'll do a full uh you know doctor degenerate or we'll do a, a gambling episode or something like that where we'll break down our picks and scores and parlays and shit like that but generally speaking if you want to talk about keys to success the Bengals hold the ball more than the rams do the Bengals like might win the fucking super bowl which would be just bananas if the Bengals won the super bowl that would be uh, yeah my thing is i know that Bengals. i know the Bengals d played pretty good today i think the obviously i think the fucking Chiefs offense is better than the Rams offense. It is. Yep. But like but the Rams the Rams are a pretty good pretty damn good offense as well. But it's like 
I just think what it's going to come down to is like the old ass corny fucking phrase, the defense wins championships. And I just yeah. don't think, but I mean, you have, so they face the, who they, they face the Titans and then the, and they the face Chiefs, the right? Raiders, Titans and Chiefs Titans and Chiefs. And the, none of those guys, none of those teams have like, have it going on like the Rams do. Uh, Titans defense was really good this year. It was really good, but it wasn't. I mean, I think the Rams are again. Probably, star Rams are probably, name, star Rams are probably the Rams top, have the best. I think, star, I think Rams probably top. We're probably top five in both rushing and passing. Why don't we just look up NFL defensive rankings twenty twenty one? Whoops. Okay. Uh this says I don't know what this is based on. I think it is uh, points. Team defense. Points, uh, looks like points. Against. Yeah, it does look no, like this points is, is it points against? Oh, that's this, what I'm saying. This it, is on Pro Football see Reference. The Titans, I'm on. I'm on. Uh, yeah, it's the same one. So yeah, it's points against. It looks like the Titans are at number six. On Titans there. are at number six, are, man. And the Rams are the actually Rams middle of the pack, dude. Fifteen. Yeah, middle of the pack. But here's the thing. What's the difference in fucking points there? Like fucking sixteen. Three seventy two versus the Bills 18, give up two eighty nine. Eighteen eighteen points. Rams. Look at let's look at yardage. Titans, yeah, Titans actually did play. What's who's in the what's the what's the Titans division? Um AFC South? South? So that that's another thing. Let's see, let's see. Titans play I'm, like I'm not, the Jags twice i think and like the texans so that's something to like oh for okay. sure yeah oh, okay you have colts titans jags yeah 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 Texans. okay so that's another thing to think about you're talking about 18 points and then like you have the rams so let's see the rams played the 49ers the cardinals and the fucking seahawks like Seahawks didn't have a great year, but it's fucking Russell Wilson. Like, yeah. No, I I'm with you on that. I'm just yeah. That's just a, just a thought, you know, when you're when you're considering that number. But and it's funny. But I'm there with you. I'm like, okay. The tight. So the Titans were pretty good. I just who knows actually, man. I'm fucking now. You, at least you you swayed my opinion a little bit now. Where I'm yeah, like, I'm huh. just I'm just playing a little bit of devil's advocate, right? I mean, I'm just saying well, like. I mean, the Rams are right in the middle of the pack with most stuff. I think it's just they get everybody gets a little bit swayed by the star aspect of their their yeah, team. Definitely, I mean, they, they were number eleven on turnovers. Let's see, dude, it's hard not to I, though. You got Jalen Ramsey, Von Miller, Aaron Donald. We've already touched on all those guys, but you know that you want to know who the worst passing defense in the league was this year. As far as what yards go, uh huh. Baltimore Ravens. Oh, isn't that weird? Yeah, because you're. Ravens. I mean, you're on the same thing. But like, yeah, that's crazy. Would you? Would you have guessed that? They were that? right on the edge of the fuck. And you know who was number sixth worst in the NFL? Kansas City Chiefs. Kansas City Chiefs yeah. sixth worst in in yards, yards allowed in passing, which Damn, makes them twenty right, fifth right. or no twenty sixth or twenty seventh. And Ravens. No, it's not funny. Is in, in and the Bengals were exact, right behind the Chiefs. Exact contrast. The Baltimore Ravens have the number one rush defense in the league. <laughs> That's so Rams, funny, man. Rams were Rams were behind the Bengals in rush I, defense. Yeah. Yes, they were. 
I see that the Bengals were ranked fifth <laughs> in the NFL in rush defense. So, dude, who knows? It's gonna be I mean, fuck, <laughs> fuck who knows, I man. Know. Now, now I don't know anymore. And like, I think now four, I, I have man, this, is I just, like just such a oh god. It's, it's just weird, like what's well, a weird number? You can't take four. You buy points in whatever direction you think uh, you buy points. You, you so take weird. the odds. You take the odds and you go fuck it. You know, like I'm gonna go. I mean, like, well, you know, if you're if if you want four, if you want four, you want two and a half. Yeah, but if you want two and a half, then you might as well just same game parlay. Cooper Cup touchdown, Sonny Michelle touchdown, Jamar Chase touchdown, Joe Mixon touchdown, uh, Joe Burrow over two thirty, Matt Stafford over two thirty. You know, like you just parlay them all together, I, I, and then it all it all. I had Joe Burrow. I had Joe. Not Burrow gambling advice, my, uh, by the way. Not gambling advice. I had Joe Burrow uh, rushing yards today. That's part of my. And he fucking destroyed that number. Did he? What was the number? Eight and a half. And he, he, had, like, he got thirty yards. 30, yeah. He outrushed fucking. He outrushed Elijah Mitchell today in, in opposite games, but like right, he right, outrushed right. Elijah yeah. Mitchell. Yeah. But no, it'll be it'll be an interesting game. It'll it's actually like very intriguing to see what the fuck this Bengals team is going to do because I don't think anyone really thought that. God, I love, here. dude. I just and no, and nobody nobody played out. The oh scenarios my god, dude! Yet. I fucking okay. So if I haven't said it thirty five fucking times already, bandwagon Alabama fan, and it's like I didn't like Burrow because he beat Alabama. But I can tell you, dude, I've said this to a lot of different people. When I when he came into Tuscaloosa and beat Alabama as the number three team and Alabama was the number one team, or it might have been vice versa. They might have been number one. Bama was three or something like that. When he came into Tuscaloosa and did that, beat them, won the SEC championship by just easy, beat the shit out of Oklahoma, beat the shit out of Clemson, Won the national championship, goes to Cincinnati, and everyone's like, oh, fuck, like Cincinnati, like, it's where quarterbacks go to die, right? Or like Cleveland, right? Like, everyone goes to fucking quarterbacks. Dude, like, he, oh, God, dude, I just, I love the Bengals, and I love Joe Burrow. Like, dude, there's nothing, free, there is yeah. nothing to not love about them, dude. There's nothing. There's not one thing you can say where you're like, oh, well, this guy, you know, off the field or this guy's kind of an asshole. Like, Burrow is, is cocky and he's kind of a piece of shit in that sense, but he's just not at all. Like, he's so cocky in such a good way. Like, it, yeah. there's never he's been a guy, weird, I've, I've never seen a guy a that's been thing. so... I've never seen a guy that's been so cocky and so confident and have his balls dragging on the fucking turf and also not be an asshole at the same time. Dude, yeah, yeah, it's, it's weird. It's like he's he's like he's such a stud, but he's kind of goofy. You know, exactly. You know like I mean? he's like a nerd, but he's not like, dude, he's, <laughs> he's not. Dude, he, he shows up to the fucking he wears the, the fucking dope ass clothes. You see him dancing, you know, in the locker room. You're like, I don't know who the fuck this guy is. He's like Austin Powers, man. He's the fucking, he's the international football man of mystery right now. Like, Seriously, I mean, like everyone, he, dude. He's right in front of you, but I can't, I can't figure it out. And I watch the NFL every fucking week. I watch him in college. I can't figure out who the fuck Joe Burrow is. Joe Burrow was the fucking quarterback of Ohio State that did, couldn't start, and then he fucking couldn't went start. to they couldn't start. Transferred to fucking LSU and ends up having the most, the greatest fucking college football quarterback season ever, ever, ever. You know, by and, far. And then, and then comes comes in the league. Tears his ACL. You're like, ah, oh, fucking Burrow. You know, you have these college quarterbacks. Like, even when you see, like, Lawrence play for the Jaguars, and you're like, ah, oh, yeah. these fucking college quarterbacks. You know, they just get, like, get in here. It's just a different level. And Joey B comes in, fucking tears his ACL. You're like, not sure what's going to happen. 
comes out, he completed 70% of his fucking passes this year. Dude. That's ridiculous. Dude, he drops back, he threw for 4,500 yards this year. Yeah, 34 touchdowns, for re- too. For, for, for reference, that's fucking 500 less than that season that we talked about with Mahomes. Yeah. 50. That's like a game and a half. Yeah. Game. game and a half. And granted, and I don't know, I think Burrow actually probably did. Did he play 17 games this year? Uh, regular season. Let's see here. Did he miss it? No, he missed the game. He for sure because he sat out. He game didn't play logs. that last week. Yeah, he did. He didn't play that last. He week did sit sure. out the last week. Yeah, so uh, he played 16 games and had those stats, which is what Mahomes did. Yeah. So like, you know what I mean? So it is. It's about a game and a half. Yeah. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen. Sixteen used to be the regular season, and that's what Mahomes played in. But I will say. Yeah. Yeah, that's what, yeah, that's what I'm, that's what I was saying. Yeah, no. he's set out. That's why it's the same. Yeah, it's just yeah, it's the same number, but dude. But no, it's just it's just fucking nuts because it's like I I really can't put a finger on like. God, exactly. I love him, man. I love him so he's, much. He's like, he's like a he's like pretty like swaggy, but he's kind of like God, yeah, dude. Like swaggy, but he's a good nerd. Dude, the but cigars, man, stuff. and yeah, the, the cigars. Fuck, man. The guy, he's that so. Guy makes fun. Oh, he's so good. I love him, man. I just, oh, he's so good. I just like, dude, that's dude, why everybody's, dude, everybody's going to root for him. He dude. makes, he makes cigars look cool. Like, like everyone, like there's certain guys that like, cigars always look cool. And then you light one up for yourself. And you're like, ah, I don't look as cool as that yeah, guy. Yeah. You're like, ah, yeah. And you're like, ah, oh, you know, like I, I'm smoking, but he makes that cigar look like, oh, dude, fuck. And I, like, I know you, you mentioned. He's literally cool. Like I would buy, dude. I would buy, if I was a little kid, I was like, I'm, I'm fucking, I'm going to inhale cigars by the time I'm 13. 100%. Because I, because I saw Joe Burrow do it. You said it, uh, or you talked about his press conference earlier, too. The one the one 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 clip I saw from his press conference, and he said this dude every fucking game of the postseason. And they're like, Joe, fucking crazy win. Beat the Chiefs, AFC Championship, going to the Super Bowl. Every game, dude, he's like, we're going to celebrate tonight. We're going to enjoy ourselves. We're going to get after it. It's an extremely amazing accomplishment for the entire team, the organization. And we're going to we're going to enjoy this tonight and then be preparing for the next game tomorrow. Like, dude, it's like but it's not like when he says it, you know, a lot of guys say that or like they're so cliche. You're like, OK, like you're going to prepare for tomorrow. Like you're going to do like with him. You're like, I guess he's going to prepare tomorrow. Like or maybe, you know, even if he doesn't. And they had a Super Bowl parade right now for AFC Championship in Cincinnati. I'd be like, okay, like that's what they want to do. Like that's a weird thing to do, but I trust Joe Burrow. I just like whatever he wants to do or say or like he, dude, he's just handled himself so well. And he's just cool. He's God, good. he's so cool, man. He's so cool. I wish you, yeah, no, it's like fucking like like when a quarterback like that gets in the league, you're like. I'm just fucking jealous that he's not on my team. God, man, like, seriously. Like, like, when, when are we gonna get our like? It feels like everyone like so like the Broncos fucking, you know like there's the talks of us getting Rodgers. It's like, but that's just the fucking Broncos way. Like we had Elway, you know, and that was like the guy that we had that was sick. Like where, like he was our homegrown guy, you know, where he was with us the whole time. But like right. other than that, we haven't had fucking anyone tied really. Yep. You know, we had Peyton. Peyton had his amazing years here, but he was like a transplant from another team. You know, we had and like we get Rodgers, same thing. We're talking about end of career. Maybe the Broncos make a run at a Super Bowl at some right. point, you know, over the next couple of years. Rodgers retires, and then what are we back to fucking 
fucking seven new starting quarterbacks in the in three right. years you know yeah. like yeah like when, when like you know when somebody gets like a generational guy like that you're like god when, when am i gonna get the one that everyone has his jersey like everyone Dude. still has elway jerseys go yeah. to a broncos game everyone has fucking elway jerseys Dude, or manning it's... <sighs> man nobody has a fucking jake Plummer jersey or right yeah brian greasy and 100%. you know what's funny is jake Plummer might be the best fucking quarterback in the in between all of them <laughs> yeah, for the in Broncos. Between, between between Elway, yeah, but yeah, Elway and Peyton since like basically 2000. Yeah, Elway and Peyton, you know, like obviously Elway was pre 2000, but then you, you have like this 20 year span, and then it's like you look at the quarterbacks, and believe it or not, that fucking probably the guy that was the most successful was maybe like it was probably Jake Plummer and then like Jake Cutler, or probably Plummer. Yeah, yeah, it was probably Plummer. He had a 13 and three season that one year, went to the AFC Championship. I mean, like. Everybody else has been a fucking pile of dog shit. So yeah, whatever. Yeah, well, Jared, it's what been. Are we, a, it's, what are we two hours? Are we two hours deep. Hour forty-eight, and uh, just going strong, man. But this is definitely by far our longest episode, and we only had two games to talk about, man. But it was fucking, eh, man. It's just so good, man. American sports. I can't believe we just we dealt with we dealt with uh, no sports. You know, a year and a half, two oh, years ago. Fucking terrible, man. I don't even know what I do. For two, I don't, I don't even know what I do on like. I get sad. Like, you know what? You, you know what? I'm actually kind of fucking jealous of before we get off. I, I fucking, I'm kind of jealous of East Coast sports people. Because, like, there's times where I'm going to bed and I'm looking up some fucking dog shit show I've already seen on Netflix. I'm like, I'm just going to, you know, like, it's not like they're actually dog shit, but you know what I mean? I'm like, I'm I don't yeah. you know. Cool, you know how cool it would be, like, on, like, a su- Sunday night football just to be starting at, eight, you know, 830. So and you so- pop into bed at halftime, you're already, like, kind of, you know, yeah, you peek up, you know, you're just like, oh, you got to keep up with the game. But, yeah they never make like the big game like they do do sunday night or whatever thursday night football like it's late but like it's not like we're not up till 11 like of course we're gonna sit and watch the game right and like you said if it's not a great game or it's a thursday night game between the fucking broncos and jets like dude i'm just gonna fucking pass out but the super bowl super bowl's on at like 7 p.m eastern you know like that's Like it's on at at five o'clock. Six Eastern, I think it starts or six thirty Eastern. It's four. It's four thirty here. Four thirty, right? Three thirty West Coast. Like, I mean, I I've always argued the Mountain Time is the best time for sports because, like, I mean, there is still you know there's some time and it's like, if you like West Coast, the smaller West Coast sports like baseball or college basketball or something like, if you're a fan of like me, like right here the Padres, right? They start at seven p.m. West uh West Coast time, which is eight p.m. here, but it's like. If you're on the East Coast, if you're a guy like me, right, and I got a brand new job in New York City, and I want to watch the Padres play, at the first pitch is at 10 p.m. Like that is that's horrible. That's miserable, right? I mean, but I don't know. See, my thing is, my thing is like, not every game is going to be at 10 p.m. So like, the having the option to be like, oh well, like football's over and there's a there's a 10 o'clock basketball game, I'll just throw it on in the background and just fucking knock. Mm-hmm. Just not off. Yeah. Check my phone. Oh, Bam, Bam out of bio has got eight rebounds. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Steph Curry, three pointer. Like, yeah. 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 It's just a, it's a, it's just the same thing as Netflix. Yeah. But anyway. Anyway. Cool. Now we're hour, two hours deep, baby. Hour fifty, man. I'm fired up for this Super Bowl, man. This is a great Super Bowl. Everybody thought it was gonna be fucking Chiefs Rams. I thought it was gonna be Chiefs Rams. I'm, I'm really glad it's not. And I, you know. If it wasn't going to be, like, Chiefs Rams might have been, like, the most, uh, like, star-studded, entertaining Super Bowl. But if it wasn't going to be those guys, dude, I would so much, so so happy that it's 
Bengals Rams as opposed to Chiefs 49ers like Chiefs 49ers my opinion like it's a rematch I just like ugh, god it just would have been like ugh, like I don't want to watch that you know what I mean but Bengals Rams is like dude Joe Burrow like that's Rams selling out for Super Bowl it's gonna be fucking great and fuck, it's, gonna, it's gonna be great it's gonna be so good man and uh you know we'll get you guys Probably another one this week, maybe two. We'll see. Apparently, Major League Baseball is supposed to do some sort of meeting tomorrow. I don't know. Who the fuck knows? Yeah, probably going to be nothing. Juicy, if we get some juicy news about it, then maybe we'll record again. But if probably not, not. If not, we could do we can do like a we can do a gambling episode midweek midweek gambling episode where we, yeah. we do some picks. We'll do some picks of cool prop bets because a lot of these books will be offering a lot of cool stuff. So we'll dive into all that. We'll dive into the Super Bowl. But either way, if you stuck around to the very end, we really appreciate you guys. Uh, we're trying to get this thing to the moon, right? Just like every other uh, cryptocurrency that you guys have probably invested in at some point. Send it to the moon. Phenomenal fan podcast, the phenomenal fam. We appreciate you guys. And uh, otherwise, Jared, we'll catch everybody else on the uh, next episode later this week. Another episode sometime next weekend. Who knows? Give you guys our picks. And uh, yeah, we're just we're fired up. Little went a little long, but we love you guys and we'll keep we'll keep chatting. So thanks for tuning in, everybody. Jared, we'll catch you later. Hey, we'll see you, man. <laughs>